top ranked UFC flyweight David Duverak. What's going on, David? How you doing today? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm after short training, so I'm fine. Yeah. Really? It's 9 a.m.? You, you got training early in the morning today? Yeah, really early and around 10 a.m. I have another session. Oh, dang. Well, what did you do this morning? Uh, some mobility workout and strength and condition training. And then at 10 o'clock, what do you have? Uh, some weightlifting. Yeah, I have weightlifting oh, okay. and around 6 p.m. I have shadow boxing and body works and some boxing stuff. Yeah. Um, so you're keeping a good schedule then even with the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can train with just one coach. So I have private license with him. So it's good for me. No sparring, but. I don't care. <laughs> That's definitely, well, you know, build your skill set, right? Yeah. Because some people now, they're just relaxing because the gyms are closed, but I'm in training. All right. Well, let's, uh, before we get into the your career so far, I wanted to talk about your other career that you had as a chess player. Yeah. And uh, I think that's so interesting. When did you start playing chess? Uh, I started when I was six. It's really a long time ago. And I start in a really small village because my father was chess player. And after a few years, I start in bigger city and I finished my career when I was 17. Yeah. And after that, I start my MMA career. So from the age of six to 17, you were playing chess. When did you figure out that you were really good at chess? No, no, no. I'm not so great player i just play for fun and uh i really every time i enjoy the time with chess yeah but did I, you ever compete yeah 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 i have thousand and thousand chess matches uh but mm -hmm. i never been great chess player were you were you ever ranked worldwide as a chess player uh no in the world maybe in just check ranking and mm -hmm. around 20 yeah I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> How did you go from chess, which is a like a a solitary, very solitary sport where you you could play by yourself sometimes, and you just need one other person to training mixed martial arts? It's a big difference. Yeah, it's really different. But for example, if I play chess, I can play with myself and on the phone with computer. So is it easier? But MMA, it's not so different because if I want to train some shadow boxing and some technique, I can train by myself. So it's a little bit similar. Yeah. How did you get into it? How did you first start? What did you start with? What martial art? Uh, just MMA. Yeah. First. Oh, straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the MMA and chess club was in the same building. So one time I visited the training and I start my new career. So you knew instantly, like, I want to do MMA, is, or is it just a gradual thing? Yeah, I just saw training, and I said, oh, that's good. I want to try this, and it was really good. How long did it take you to get your first fight? How long? Uh, my fi first fight before 10 years ago. Yeah, I think. Oh, so not, not too long after you started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After one, one year, maybe, yeah. Because I start around 2000, 
I think. So my first fight was 2010. Yeah. 10 years, yeah. How was time. that? Yeah. How was that experience, your first fight? Your first time stepping into the into the cage? Uh, it, was, it was strange because my coach called me, hey, I have a fight for you. And I said, okay, I will fight. I don't care about it because I have no idea what is it, professional fight, what is it, amateur fight. I just go fight and that's it. And I lost my first fight because I, n I never had some amateur fight. It was my first fight and pro MMA fight. Wow. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So your first fight, you go there, you have no amateur fights, it's a yeah. professional fight. No. And nothing. you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. You lose, yeah. but then you come back. What what made you want to come back? Cuz a lot of people when they lose their first fight, they kind a lot of people give up. They don't want to fight anymore. They're like, "Oh, maybe this is not for me." Yeah, I lost and I really enjoyed the training. So if coach come again and told me about Another fight, I said, okay, it was fun, and I want to fight again. <laughs> so you just kept fighting? Yeah, yeah, just fighting, yeah. <laughs> so how was it fighting in the in, in the Czech Republic and, and just around Europe, the, the, the competition for you? You know, it slowly got tougher and tougher, right? Yeah. So how was it? How was the competition? Uh, I had some, some fights in Czech Republic and in a Slovakian country because it's our neighbor and we have some really good promotion for example now we have octagon is the biggest biggest league in czech and slovakian country and i think that one time will be the biggest league in europe and before that i had some fights in x fight nights but then they didn't pay me for the last two fights so i had some problem with this promotion and one time I have fight in uh, in Fight Nights Global, and it was good. Yeah, I really enjoyed this time in this organization. But the Octagon is the best in our region. Yeah, your last fight before you signed with the UFC, you yeah. fought for Octagon. Yes. And before you you made your debut, you were on like I feel fourteen or thirteen fight win streak, but but with finishes. Just every fight was a finish. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. During that time, was it like, how did you feel as a fighter? Was it like you're, were you in your prime? You felt like I'm, this is my prime right now. I'm, I'm the best I can be. No, 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 no. Uh, I have no these things in my head. I, I just want to win this fight and I don't care about submission and knockouts and that I just want to win the fight. And maybe I have a lot or I'm, maybe I'm good. <laughs> But every time I finish my opponent, because every time if I saw the some fights, I'm afraid about judges. For example, when I was in Brazil, I was afraid because the judges was from Brazil and my opponent was Brazil. And so it's not good for me. I want to finish my opponent. You had uh, some jobs. Yeah. Right while you're fighting, and I know I heard from somebody. They told me that you used to be a grave digger. Talk about that job. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, last five years, I worked like grave digger or undertaker. It's same, mm -hmm. and it was really good job. Yeah, I like this work because my father is undertaker, and I'm trying to help him because he's old. And it's a really good job for me because, for example, before a few years ago, I was a coach 
and I trained some people, but every time they told me some bullshit and they told me about their family and problems and everything, but a lot of questions for me, but the dead people has no question. Yeah, dead people are cool, so it's nice work. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So with that job, you get to work alone a lot, right? And maybe it, it's helpful for just like you said, in other jobs, you have to deal with people, personalities and problems. But at that job, it's just like you get to kind of relax a little bit, but yeah, you're working. Yeah, it's relaxed. Yeah, I'm working, but I'm relaxed. And after the job, I can go for the training and my head is clean. So it's better for me. All right. So, you know, you're riding a big win streak. You get signed to the UFC. How did you get signed to the UFC? What was what's the story behind that? Uh, the story behind that, I was sick a long time. Uh, for example, uh, last three months before the contract with UFC, I was sick, sick, and my last fight was canceled because I had staphylococcus infection in my knee and in my elbows, and. I came back to the training around January 2020 and after one or two weeks after that, the coach called me, I have a deal for you with UFC. It's short notice, uh, five weeks before the fight, but I think that this offer is good. And I said, okay, I will fight in UFC, but I start training after this offer yeah I, I was without training and short notice everything was really really bad for us but it was biggest chance in chance in for my career yeah definitely you you're gonna go down to brazil and face a brazilian <laughs> which a lot of fighters don't want to do yeah. like you said earlier the judges you yeah. know if you go you could win the fight and go to the judges and it just anything can happen were you kind of worried a little bit yeah. After the fight was over, when the judges were announcing or the ring announcer was announcing the, the, the results? Yeah. After the fight, I was really tired, but I was afraid. Yeah, sure. I was afraid because he was Brazilian guy and Brazilian judges. So I was afraid. But I won it because uh, I know that I won the second and third round, but I don't know how judges. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there, there, there's a lot of people that are criticizing the judging everywhere, not just Brazil. You know, there's a lot of funny decisions by the judges and a lot of the judges don't uh, have the qualifications to judge an MMA fight. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So you got the decision after that. You're ranked 15th after your first fight. How does that feel for you? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> You know, the <laughs> debut and I won the fight by decision. It was really awesome, especially after short notice fight. It was great for me. So since you're number 15, that means you you want to fight a guy in the top 15, right? That's the next fight. It doesn't really matter who for you, but it's got to be somebody higher, right? Yeah, it will be. It will be hard, hardest fight, but I think and my team, uh, I, I'll be ready. You know, because we have time now. So I in in my last fight I make a lot of mistakes so we can improve everything so I'll be ready for the next fight and I wanna enjoy all the fights in USC. 
UFC Brasilia, it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic. And, uh, yes. and I know that the Czech Republic was at that time, right? The Czech Republic had a pe people getting sick and, and even Brazil was, it was starting to spread a little bit more. Yes. Um, when you, when you traveled back to the Czech Republic, was it very difficult to get through the airports and everything? Uh, no, no, it's, it wasn't difficult. I think, uh, we met a lot of people with, uh, I don't know, I call it in English mask. Yeah. Mask. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And after that, uh, some friends pick up us and take us home and everything was different because the, some gyms are closed and shops, everything was closed. For example, in Brazil, everything was open for us, mm -hmm. but that was different. Yeah. Now is all the gyms are closed just for the fighters and for normal people it's closed. There was no quarantine for you when you got back? No, 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 no for me mm -hmm. because the Brazil it's, it's not of the list of the, the best countries. Some of the fighters, they stayed like maybe one week longer in Brazil. And then, and then I think the UFC told them to go back home because they could have a travel ban. They could close the borders. Yeah. So, but you, you left pretty f quickly, right? Yeah, what, yeah. The next day. Yeah. One day after the fight. Yeah. Really, really quickly because we talked with some people with, from government and they told us go home. It's better for you because some countries close the, close the, uh, the borders. Yeah. The borders. Yeah. yeah. They closed everything. So they told us go home. When you look at the top 15, you know, I'm pretty sure there's some guys there that you want to fight. You know, there's some big names there that are still around, uh, ranked. Like, yeah. who would you like to fight if you have a choice? Like, I want to fight this guy. This guy, he's in the top 15. I want to <laughs> fight him. He's the next guy. Next guy. I don't know. I would like to fight with Henry Cejudo one time. Oh. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but everyone wants to fight with him. So, mm. I I don't know. I don't know. I just want to mm. want another fight with everyone. It, I don't care about. And after that... Uh, I want to call someone for the fight, but okay. I I would like fight in Prague in Czech Republic. I hope one time. Yeah. Oh, definitely is gonna happen soon. Um, you know, because there's a lot more uh, fighters from from your country being signed, and I feel like in the next year or two, there's gonna be a couple more because yeah. it's growing. The sport is growing. The fighters are much better. And uh, yeah, it's going to be exciting times for for your country and yourself. You one fight, you get your top fifteen. Hey, that's that says a lot. You yeah, know? yeah, it's a lot. And in our country, the MMA is growing really, really fast. Mm -hmm. So I think that last next year will be much, much better. There's no flyweight champion right now, right? For yeah. Guerrero, he missed weight. Yeah, he fought really uh, Benavides, knocked him out. Nobody's a champion. Yeah. Is Henry Cejudo the champion still? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. If you if you can choose, who do you think should fight for the title? Uh, for a title, uh, I think Benavides and Henry Cejudo, because Figueroa missed the weight, so he's not champion. And uh, I I I don't know what happened with him, but I really don't like people who miss the weight. 
especially over more than one kilogram. It's really a lot. So, so I think Jose Benavides and Henry Cejudo. Maybe you could fight Figueredo next. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Why not? Yeah. That's a you beat him. That's like title shot right there. Yeah. <laughs> After automatically, fights, right? We can go for yeah. a title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in Prague. Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> it will be awesome. You know, the flyweight division is becoming more exciting now. You know, you came along, and you're representing Europe, your country, and you have a you're very promising in the division. You got Manel Cape, the Rising champion. He's gonna he's gonna uh, debut pretty soon in the flyweight division. Manel Cody Garbrandt's talking about yeah, totally. dropping down to 125. So there's a matchup right there. Yeah. Probably interesting to you. You know, you beat him. He's a former champion. Anybody wants to fight him, right? Yeah. So it's. Do you feel like right now it's like, hey, it's exciting right now for the flyweights because one, two years ago, they were talking about let's get rid of the flyweight division. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, for example, before one year ago, everyone talked about just flyweight division. Yeah, we want to smash this division, and we don't need flyweights. So now. The flyweight is growing up, and yeah, I'm really enjoying this time. Finally, the flyweight is good. Yeah, and you're part of it. Now, Dana White talking about Fight Island. What do you think about that place? Yeah, it, it was a good idea, but I don't know. I It's something like Mortal Kombat. I, I, I don't know how this works. Just, I want to buy some island, and I will pick up the fighters and make some fights. I don't know how this work, but the idea was good. <coughs> are you are you concerned about fighting during this time with the pandemic and people being sick or would you don't care if it's safe you're going to go and go to the island and fight somebody anybody? Uh not not this time because uh I have no sparring partners, so I'm just training with one of my coach. So now it's not possible for me, but maybe after a couple of months, the gyms will be open and I can go for the island. I, I'm not afraid from the disease because I know I'm, I'm fine. So why not? So you're not worried about the disease. You're just worried about the training yeah, yeah. being prepared. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, okay. I worry about training because I'm okay. in the gym with one coach. So that's not really good. But it's same for everyone, I think. So we could probably see you by the summertime back in the octagon. Yeah. Fighting a top 15 guy. That's probably the, probably if you could have your choice, right? Around that time. Yeah. I want to, I want to one fight in this year. So maybe around summer or winter. I don't care, but I just want to one fight. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And may, maybe after that, top, top 10. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, David, thank you so much for the time. Uh, you know, stay safe and yeah, uh, be careful out there. And uh, keep, yeah, it's good that you're, you're 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 training and you have a good schedule. Because some fighters, I believe, they're not doing that. I believe they're just <laughs> sitting at home yeah. and they're just eating, right, yeah, and having a eating, good time, and, and that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's my. Yeah, so, now it's my time. <laughs> I want to be ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that's the big difference right now is fighters who are like you, training, living their lifestyle the same, 
Yeah. When the when the virus and and the pandemic's over and when the fights start again, those are the ones that are going to get the opportunity and big opportunities. Yeah. And the other guys, exactly. they're not going to be ready. Yes. So stay, you know, stay safe and be careful. And uh, thank you so much. And next, when you get your fight announced, come back on the show. We talk about the fights and your training and everything. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. 